Welcome to the third episode of Stoked. I am your host, Cher, and today I am joined by the fire with... Ken Wheeler. Don't you have some fancy nickname today? Do I? Kenneth? You know, you do your like your Twitter names, like your your puns, your... Oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so on Twitter right now, it's, it's very sunburnt Kenneth. Ah, is that an mm. accurate statement are you very sunburnt i'm still pretty sunburnt right now when i changed it to it last weekend i was unbefucking leaveably sunburnt i had uh i had spent some time outside and uh the nice thing is right um i i get very sunburnt the 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 half irish and then the next day it turns tan thanks sicily (laughs) it's like one day of pain and then you know just poly d yeah I don't sunburn. Well, I take that back. I've had one sunburn, but it was when I was in the Caribbean. It's because I had never had a sunburn before. So I thought that like I did not like my skin was incapable of burning. Oh, wow. It turns out when I'm chilling by the equator for five hours uh, in direct sunlight. Yes. Uh, sunscreen is a thing. Ouch. But, you know, what I did get other than the uh, semi-annual checkups for skin cancer um, because I got sun poisoning. Uh, <laughs> I got a lot of freckles. So yeah, that happened. That's that was a nice uh, thing that came from that mistake. <laughs> yeah, I get like uh, you know, like the, the the shoulder freckle business. I can't wait until the top of my bald head gets like the old man freckles. Are those old man freckles? Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You never seen a, an old man with a bald head and he's got freckles all over the top of his head and playing golf and shit. Most of the guys I've dated have been bald headed, but I guess I never like inspected them for freckles. Well, maybe it was early on. It's much later when you're riding a golf cart around Fort Lauderdale that you get the head freckle. Oh, that must be. It's like uh, the exposure in the uh, retirement lifestyle that, that gets that's right. freckles. Okay, that's why they're old man freckles. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So uh, today, what is your vehicle of choice for your hot sauce consumption? So my chicken didn't arrive yet. So I am doing uh, good thins. Have you had those? Mm-mm. So it's like a, it's like thin rice crackers, typically reserved for, uh, you know, salmon or hummus and the like. Okay, I mean, um, can go on anything, right? That's how this. Works. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's your vehicle of choice today? Uh, my finger. Nice. Yeah, I uh, didn't make anything, which is funny since I chastised you for being unprepared. <laughs> <laughs> but keeping know, it keto I, I like exactly i'm keto i'm only eating my finger <laughs> so it's no that, carbs. <laughs> that, that's totally keto zero carb uh and uh obligatory question before we start all of these is what is your favorite hot sauce wow that's that's really difficult um uh, what's your go-to what do you use most um so what i use most is uh tabasco scorpion now tabasco might throw you off however 
Tabasco Scorpion is is unbelievable. It's a limited run. It's it's unbelievably hot, really flavorful. It's 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 nothing like Tabasco. They could just call it Scorpion. You'd have no idea it's Tabasco. Why didn't they do that? Um, I have no idea, but it's delicious. Um, and, and but if I had to say, like, uh, you know, before this bottle, okay. Um, you know, uh, El Yucateco. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So the red and the green. Oh yeah. The I mm. I love that shit more than anything in the whole entire world. Yeah, that's so. That's like my tapatio. I mean, I love I love all of the. I would say like the Mexican table hot sauces, like. I grew up in Eastern Washington, which has a very, it's like farm country. So there's a lot of like Mexican immigrants there. So I grew up with mostly like Mexican hot sauces. And so like, I love all of those. So good choice. Good choice. Good choice. Are you into like the, the hot, hot or the not so hot? So I'm into the hot, hot, but I definitely prefer the hot, hot that has a lot of flavor to carry. So the burn sort of like settles and then you're like, Ooh, look at all, like feel all this depth versus something like Da Bomb where you put it in your mouth and you can't taste anything for like 15 minutes. Um, but I still will also do those too. So I'm a glutton for punishment, but also I really like flavor. So I think it kind of depends like what I'm doing. Like, am I trying to be like, look at how cool I am or am I trying to enjoy my food? So I'm, I'm I'm very much on that team, um, but uh, I'm sure you're familiar with Blair's. Uh huh. So that's in Jersey. So we get a ton of it, oh. right? Almost anywhere you go, right? They I, have you like you know. Sent me any? That's interesting. I w- yeah, So here's what I'm waiting for, right? Uh-huh. Um, usually it's at the racetrack. If you go to the racetrack, right? Like they have like uh, this big like food truck thing all the time. Like every weekend, it's like all these food trucks and like local merchants selling like you know the fucking bracelets and hot sauce and you know a- anything under the sun um but you know for obvious reasons it hasn't been open um but when 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 you can go back over there for the food truck there's a winery that uh, does the same thing and i just got a, a notification that they're open so i'm gonna grab some of that that super hyper local hot sauce do you pay the 70 bucks for the the, the 3am reserve or do you get the the death 2.0 i know that's so I, I got the reserve, and it is so hot that I, I like I you have to like put like three drops of it in a chili, and you're good. <laughs> like it's so hot. Perfect. I actually don't have that one, but I've had it before, and I put some on my mouth, and I think I put like three drops, and I couldn't like taste anything for hours. So like that level of hotness, I got retired from. Now I'll tell you a funny story real quick. So. Um, there's, there's a lot of hot wing challenges in New Jersey and I'm clearly the type of person who does that. Mm-hmm. So the, 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 the ultimate one is called the, the chicken and the egg. Uh, it's a restaurant down in uh, long beach Island and they have this wing challenge. So the guy from like uh, man versus food or whatever, he went there and like had to eat them with gloves on. Like, it's like, it's like the hottest wings I've, you know, I've done a lot of these and it's the hottest wings there are. So my, um, my, my in-laws, my niece and nephew, right? They, they love the show. So they would make like sport out of going to all the different places where he did like the man versus food. So they said, oh, we're, we need to go down to chicken and the egg and we'll get Kenny because he likes hot stuff to, to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. So these are kids, you know, I don't know, like seven and 12 years old or something. Um, you know, I go down there with them and I'm, and I, I'm like, all right, let's do this. Right. So, you know, you have to eat 12, like very large wings with the hottest sauce you could possibly imagine on them. So I go in there. 
And I take the first bite of this, and it's clear that this is going to be a problem. This is like the hottest thing I've ever had in my life. Right? Like the first bite, I'm like, this is this is going to be a real, real problem. Um, so, you know, I can't let children or America down. So right. I, I finished it, right? And then I drank like two milkshakes. I like drew a crowd. Like the entire restaurant cheered. You know, I was like the seventh person to do it or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, blah! right? I'm all sweating and everything. So then I go outside. And we're like, all right, see you guys later. We're going to head home. So like, I get in my car and I'm like, oh, my wife's like, she's like, you shouldn't have done that. You're an idiot. Da, da, da. And then, like I go over and I had to pull over and I start throwing up. Oh like, my the, God. It was so hot that I was like, throw, uh, body was like rejecting it. And then just then like the kids in the, in with my sister-in-law turn the corner in the car and they drive by me throwing up. So then I had to drive like 45 minutes home, like shaking and sweating. Oh, and then basically was like curled up on the bathroom floor, like crying for like a day. So no more of that for me. Did it hurt just as bad coming out as it did going in? Worse. Oh my God. What was crazy was like, not only like when you're like throwing it up or whatever, like, you know, like it's all like in your, like your nose and shit like that. It's all fucked up. But like, um, it was crazy. Like I, I got like really splotchy, like, like my whole face and arms and shit like that. And like, it was like the, the shit was coming out of my skin. And it, like, irritates you on the way out like that. And then, like, my fingers, because I didn't eat it with gloves, my fingers were, like, numb. And, they were, like, numb and tingling for, like, two days. It was fucking intense. Oh, my God. That's so but uh, I didn't let children down, so there's that. There is that. You didn't let America down either. No, no. Never, ever. You let down was yourself and your wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she's so used to that. <laughs> oh, God. Well, let's try... Um, the first one, I promise that none of these are going to give you uh, medical problems. <laughs> That's excellent. So just the one that says one on top. Yeah, we'll go in numerical order as one would assume. And so this one is the uh, Cutino Sauce Company's Habanero Sauce. That smells lovely. It tastes lovely too. Mm. So this is a carrot-based sauce. Can you guess what the tangy taste is I'm, I'm about to give it a go here those are those have some crunch yeah they're like the it's like popped rice kind of but mm. they're still very thin i'll have to try that interesting there's definitely some vinegar in here as yeah. you do so i'm gonna spoil it because you didn't guess it it's mustard and lemon juice I knew I smelled mustard. Yeah. And there's also onions and salt and sugar. That's, That's fantastic. And I would get I would guess it's a white vinegar because they don't specify and it's orange, so it's not brown, so it can't be red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, this is good. It's got a nice little sting. Yeah. It lingers. I love, I love habanero. I think that like I've really got come to love like I really like mustard in general um and uh I have polycystic ovarian syndrome and so I've always like kind of had to watch my weight a bit and so I would avoid uh heavier or I would avoid condiments that had calories in them essentially so like I became very big on mustard in my uh late teens and early 20s um and so now kind of men like joining this love of mustard and hot sauce together like i'm i've been trying all the mustard hot sauces and you're here for that uh, they're all my favorites 
to be quite honest. Except, I mean, Tapatio will always be like number What's one. What's your favorite mustard? My favorite mustard is Heinz Yellow. <laughs> Heinz Yellow! <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love me some Heinz Yellow. I mean, I guess like French's too. That's a brand, right? With the flag on it, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think one of those. I'll, I'll have just the... Good old American squirted on a dog, yellow mustard is my favorite. <laughs> but um, like I, I've had a lot of like spicy mustards, like, you know, Dijon's and, and everything. And they're good, but I feel like I'm at a point now where it's either I'm going to go with plain mustard or I'm going to go with like a mustard hot sauce because what's the point of, of going in anywhere in between? And I feel like when Chloe Condon hears this, she's going to be like, betrayal. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you only like, have so much time to consume condiments in your life like you gotta be picky and choosy you must so i like the um you know like the stone ground mustard yeah like where it's like little balls of mustard and shit mm-hmm. yeah i love that shit so much mostly like not not, not just like you know, like i wouldn't put it on a hot dog but if you make like salmon and like yeah. put that shit across the top of the salmon or like uh uh like lamb mm-hmm. that pairs pretty well Otherwise, it's all yellow mustard all down the line. Like, if I make, like, a brisket or something, I do, like, yellow mustard on it. Mm, yummy, 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 yummy. It's so good. All right. Brisket life. Oh, yeah, that's... I think... I think that this is one of my favorite hot sauces simply for the mustard. Because I'm like, yeah, it's it's a little more watery than what you can put on, like, a brat or something. But you can definitely, like... I've used it to make salad dressing. Nice. Yeah, really, really freaking good. Way better than anything you can buy in the store. I usually have it with fish and chicken. Mm. When I when I go to my hot sauce, mm-hmm. I put it on fish or chicken. Yeah, Large I mean, I, I put hot sauce on everything, so. <laughs> everything? Well, eggs, too. You do it on eggs? Well, uh, of course. Yeah. That, that's what I was going to eat this morning, and then I did nothing. I wish I had some eggs this morning. The kids wanted Dunkin' Donuts. We do that on the weekend. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you get all the munchkins and everything. And it's really funny. The two-year-old, like, doesn't speak, like, perfect English. So she's like, she's like, dunga, dunga, It's, like, really excited about it. Um, I miss, because my daughter's turning 13 next week. Wowee. Happy birthday. Yeah, how did that happen? I, time, I guess. But, like, it just feels weird that I, like, so I, uh, the, my boyfriend, um I met him when I was 10 and really when I knew for sure for sure that I was like I'm in love with this dude was when I was her age and I'm like it's terrifying for me to think that like she in the next few years may like have a big enough crush on somebody that she's gonna be like oh I love him or her you know like and I'm like what (laughs) You're too young for that. But then I like look at myself and I'm like, no, I knew. I was like, I'm going to marry this boy. <laughs> like, That's so terrifying. Yeah, it is. But I was going to say, like, I miss those like toddler below the age of sixisms. Like, yeah, thing that she would say would uh, when she was behind someone, she'd be like, look, mama, I'm behind you. I'm behind you. <laughs> And I'm just like, that's my freaking favorite thing. All right, that's our cue uh, to try the next one. This one is less spicy, but I think you will like it because it's really good. I am ready. You're ready? 
Let's give right. it a sniff. This is Shaquanda's umami hot pepper sauce. Ooh, that smells delightful. I guarantee you, you would not think of to put these ingredients in a hot sauce, but Shaquanda is greater and smarter than all of us. This is, uh, the base is caramelized onions and blueberries. Really? Yeah, and it's got blackberry juice, red wine vinegar, molasses, balsamic vinegar, white vinegar, black garlic, salt, sugar, olive oil, and it is another habanero pepper sauce. You know what it smells a lot like? Like French onion soup. Yeah, right? I've been putting it on like roast beef. And oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's Come delicious. to my house for a hot sauce pairing. <laughs> for real, though. Mmm. I don't drink alcohol, but I consume spicy. I stopped during the week and it's been great. You stopped drinking on the weekends? No, during the week. Oh, oh, you stopped except for the weekends. Gotcha. Like, I guess I would thought, oh, like the weekends are even bigger, but that's awesome. I'm excited for you. Are you going <laughs> to keep that full time or just till you drop the COVID weight? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, it, it's it's hard to say, but but pr- it's it's probably better long term. Yeah, because you know you, what happens is you fall into it, right? Like you sit there and you're like, "Hey, it's Wednesday night, but we can have wine with dinner." And then you you know you each drink a bottle, and you're like, "Ah!" And it's the next morning, and you don't feel like working out. Mm-hmm. On the weekend, I feel far less bad about it because it's like it's the weekend. But for, you know what? For me, I think I realized like that. So I was addicted to cocaine and heroin and gelatin when I was younger. And I think I realized that. So the only reason I stopped doing those is because I physically moved away. And like, I'm very like, I mean, you know, like I'm socially anxious uh, in that when I, we've been at the same conferences, I've like seen you once. And then it's like, where did she go? It's like, I was in my hotel room watching the conference. Oh, That's right. <laughs> <laughs> is Cher coming? I think she was here and then she like disappeared. <laughs> Um, so for me, I, you know, I was, I replaced, you know, those drug addictions with, um, other things and alcohol was one of those things. And I, I could as an adult, like now later on in life, like go and have just one, but I would constantly be thinking like, oh, I kind of want another one, but I know that like, I'm like unable to do anything in moderation. So like one more than one is blackout drunk for me and it's all about like you know hiding that kind of like all that stuff that i've been dealing with uh more recently uh almost publicly i guess that i didn't deal with for you know two decades so yeah i uh i think that i because i know that there are people who can just like drink and like it's fine and have one or two or a few but for me i'm like I can't do one or the other. And I'm, I feel really lucky because like, you know, my boyfriend, he's in um, recovery as well. And so like, we're kind of like sober together and I don't have to worry about like him feeling judged or me feeling judged. Like both of us are just like, we're just not going to use any substances. We both have like really similar issues. So let's just not. And it's been really, it's been really, really nice. And I have like clarity that I've never had before. I'm getting that in the, in the week that, that kind of clarity and it's nice. Hmm. who would have thought poison is bad for us it's absolutely poison the crazy shit is when you stop during the week you get like 
eight times more fucked up on the weekend. Like, I had never had, like, memory loss before. But, like, I don't know, like, a couple weeks ago, like, maybe, like, two weeks in, right? And I didn't drink during the week. And then on the weekend, like, I went and slammed, like, fucking, like, eight or nine margaritas. Oh and I woke up the next morning, right? And there's, like, a fucking empty Papa John's box. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck even happened last night? And fucking shirts on inside out. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're describing, like, so much of my life. <laughs> i wake up and i'm like what there was this this one time in particular um my daughter's dad and i um we had gone to uh, a friend's house and i couldn't tell you why we got into a fight but he's spoiler not a good person um <laughs> so i'm sure he did something um but uh the last thing i had remembered that i was like i was so i was like sitting in their like covered porch on a beach ball and i had their like wedding champagne glasses which they're divorced now and it's fine but like i was drinking like blackberry wine out of that and i had drank like vodka out of the bottle some beers like i mean i had drank a lot at this point so like adding a wine to them a black like a really like punch oh, sweet wine great wine yeah it was like not the smartest move but the last thing i remember sitting on that beach ball drinking that and then i think i like was so mad that i like squeezed it because i like popped the beach ball and i know that the glass broke oh wow and then i remember going to bed well when i woke up the next morning um i was I'm not kidding you. I was still wearing the same clothes, soaking wet, like, <laughs> like I had been in the shower in my clothes, which that sounds ridiculous. I live in Missouri. So like, I thought like, okay, I don't know what happened, but like, maybe there was rain or something. Spoiler, there was no rain. Um, and so when my friends woke up and of course, you know, I just felt like complete shit. <laughs> like I was like, yeah. Oh my God, I'm gonna die. And so my friend's uh, wife comes out and she's like, how are you feeling? And I was like, like shit. <laughs> and I was like, what happened last night? And I was like, I don't understand. And she's like, Oh, I was like, why am I all wet? And she's like, that's from when you took a shower. <laughs> I was like, clothes she's like yeah and i was like i did not take a shower in my clothes i was like i went to bed at like one and she's like no i was like yeah i broke the wine glass popped the beach ball fell on my ass and went to bed and she's like no 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 she's like you were awake until like six o'clock this morning that's <laughs> like, amazing what yeah and then so she's playing her she plays her message her messages on her home phone you know answering machine because this was in 2006 and uh there's a message from me <laughs> when i was at their house <laughs> and i was like tell chris to never ever call me again i fucking hate him i don't want anything to do with him there's nothing he can do to talk me into getting back together again spoiler alert he did like 700 times after that <laughs> that's the uh, worst one is audio video evidence right? you watch and it you're like ah like, uh. i was like what i was like when did i leave and she's like well she's like go ahead and say you left she's like you went outside and walked down the street to where the stop sign is so that's like you know three houses away and she's like and you were yelling so loud into your phone that we could hear you on the answering machine and also from outside <laughs> wow so then <laughs> it gets worse I go outside and I'm like, you know, just sitting in, you know, like a camping chair or whatever. And I see all this stuff all over the yard. There's something orange. 
there's something blue. There's some stuff that looks like paper and some other stuff that looks like maybe like credit cards. And I stand up and I go start inspecting it. It's my social security card. It's my debit your card. shit from your purse. It's my debit card. It's it's my mascara. So I go back in and I'm like, why is my shit all over the yard? She's like, that's for when you threw your purse at Chris and you didn't zip it up. So everything went flying everywhere. Oh no, you're a thrower too? My wife's a thrower. I mean, I don't think I've ever thrown anything that I can remember. So I think that blackout drunk me is yeah. a thrower. No, no, she's she's not a sober thrower, but like uh, okay, the drunk thrower. Like usually, it's like TV remotes and shit like that, right? But one time, the worst time, she throws a fucking book at me, and it hits me like page first in the forehead, <laughs> and it was fucking devastating. I had like these, like I had like a bunch of like little page cuts in my forehead. God. What did you do to make her do that? That was the whole, most horrible thing. To Honestly, it, it, yeah. like, like it, it was just probably some drunken misunderstanding, like the kind of thing, yeah. like you know, she's like trying to show me a couch she wants, and I'm like, Duh, give it a rest. Fuck <laughs> you! You don't love me. You know, you get like super shit faced, and then like you know, like yeah. you know, like those like super happy, like we'll start doing like an interior design seminar. Mm-hmm. After one kind of thing, right? And you know, if you're like, just watch the fucking movie, right? You get a book thrown at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's try number three. The timer did go off, and we skipped it because we were mid convo, which which happens. But we do need to stoke the fire so the fire doesn't go out. That's right. Stoke. Keeping with the puns. Oh, Ooh, is this another mustard? It is. Good catch. So this is Pirate's Lantern. It's the original, and this one also has um, horseradish in it. And the secret, not so secret ingredient is rum. Rum. Mm-hmm. Little sweetness. This fucker doesn't want to come out of here. It's a, it's a thick boy. Just like me. Yeah, I knew you were gonna say that. I was like, if I say it, it's mean. If he says it, it's funny. <laughs> a thick, thick boy. You know, I've been using that. Um, it's so good. This is the one that I use like as mustard now. Because it's thick enough to be a mustard. It's delicious. And it's, you know, because it's got horseradish in it. Like, it's just literally the best thing that's ever existed. It's very mustardy. Barbados style hot sauce. That's really, really tasty. Very mustardy, very horseradishy. But none of it's too pungent or overwhelming. Like, I feel like it's the perfect blend of like hot sauce horseradish and mustard like together to just whoosh. and i like the, i think the rum just like that little little thing that you know ties it together that 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 rum flavor that little sweetness on the trip i'm sitting here fishing this out with a knife right now this was video would be hilarious <laughs> yeah so I, I i must know what's what's missouri like i've never been well we don't call it misery for nothing I mean, it's just like Midwestern. I mean, Missouri is definitely better than like Kansas because there's trees and hills. Um, Like there's a lot of caves around here, but like the water is brown and nasty because it's not near any mountains. So there's no like, you know, snow that runs off for the whole spring and summer season. Are are you by Ozark? Uh, It's like an hour and a half away. Um, so is Missouri misrepresented by that show? No, no, it's it's spot on. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty accurate. Even the like, 
So I guess there's an accent here and I maybe noticed it when I came here. I'm not sure. But when I went back to Washington, everybody says that I talked differently. <laughs> They're like, I think you got some Missouri accent. I'm like, there's no Missouri accent. But then, you know, you listen to some Nelly songs and, and there's, there's actually some references to the, are you by St. Louis? Yeah. So I'm like 20 minutes South of St. Louis. I live in nice. uh, Jefferson County, which is the meth capital of Missouri, possibly the United States. They don't really do that shit here. Really? You never no, have like, do- a trailer a- blow up near you? No, it's it's all dope out here. Mm. Yeah, not so much then- here. I guess because you're closer to like north. So that's probably, that would make sense. I mean, we're like New York and Philly. So like I'm like right between New York and Philly. Yeah. So it's very dopey, not very messy. Well, we're like far enough from Mexico that it's there's not a lot of coke, and we're far enough from Canada that there's not a lot of weed. So, like, I guess meth is the thing. That's like the drug of choice around here. Hmm. I I would say blow is like the the choice out here. Whenever people like ask me about my drug use in the past, like I'm always like, "Well, I didn't use meth." Yeah. But, but that's huge. <laughs> you want to get a star <laughs> or something like? <laughs> I don't know. It's it's weird because that's actually like an addict thing that I'm learning. So I just started working the twelve steps. Uh, my boyfriend uh-huh. got me into NA, um, and it's actually been extremely helpful with um, my eating disorder as well, and just like dealing with trauma. I actually think it's. It's like therapy, honestly. It probably is a huh. therapy. Like that's that's literally what it is, to be honest. But there's like a lot of like self-reflecting that you do in Narcotics Anonymous. And um yeah, I've learned that like part of addictive behavior is like looking at other people's addictions and comparing them to yours in a way that makes yours seem not as bad. Yes. So, like, yeah. No, you'll do blow and you'll be like, yeah, I do blow, but I'm not like this fucking guy. I'm not like smoking crack. <laughs> no, like this fucking guy over here. You know, we had this, we had, we had a buddy who used to do like, and it's unbelievable, right? Mm-hmm. A guy fucking has done uh, dope for like the better part of like 15 years and, and not had a problem. <laughs> like just casually does dope, you know, like. I've had like several friends like die and OD and all the shit like that and like have really bad times, but somehow this fucking guy like is perfectly functional on it. But you, you know, you sit there and you know, we're doing blow and shit and we're like, you know, yeah, we're doing a little blow, having fun, but we're not like this fucking guy. <laughs> this is this guy is fucking out of control, you know? Yeah. Meanwhile, you know, you're sitting there drinking a beer with a cigarette in it. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's crazy. But like, really, how different is it? Um, well, I mean, I, okay, they're different. Yeah. But, you know, in terms of like, I don't know, like just you were still poisoning yourselves. It's just like at different levels and like of different levels of dis- self-destruction and destruction around you, you know? And I mean, because I know people who... It, it does. Different people do it differently. Yeah. And it has different effects on your life because you could be... I mean, I know a lot of like really wealthy people who still use you know yayo as it were you know and their lives aren't being destroyed but they're still addicts you know like they use it every day like they need it to function or people who are addicted to adderall or whatever but there's a lot of people who like you know have they can afford it so it's not a problem but like 
it, exactly. <laughs> it could become a problem, but it's not for them. It's like gambling too. Like it's basically if you have money, it's a lot less destructive to be an addict. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as long as you can show up and go to work and the, the problem that you would have is like a volume problem. Right. Oh no. Is that number four? That's number four. Let's see what's cracking. I even broke into some of this Valentina because it's delightful. Oh, yeah. So now if anybody asks you if you've tried it, like I've been asked 700 times, uh, you can say yes because Cher sent me a sample and you can also tell people that I've tried it and then people will stop asking me if I've tried it. Ooh, this next one is smoky as a motherfucker. It is a spice of life, holy smoked pepper sauce. So I don't know the ingredients wow. of this one, which I keep saying i really need to look them up and i'm probably just not going to let's be honest which is funny because i actually linked to the product on the website mm, i think there's liquid smoke in it would be my guess wow. that's absolutely liquid smoke my money is on a hickory mm. maybe not you know i just spilled oh my god you know what it, you know what it tastes like it tastes like summer sausage oh, yeah you're right. This is the like the liquid form of summer sausage. It's lovely. Do they sell the summer sausage like that are as big as a baseball bat out there? No, no. We get like we get like a, a mm-hmm. little package. They always give it out on like uh, Christmas mm-hmm. or something like that. Like you get like the you get like the four inch summer sausage and like like two Gouda cheeses that are smoked. You were like the second person to mention smoked Gouda to me, and I've never had it. Really? It's unbelievable. It's probably one of my favorite cheeses. My wife is like a diehard Brie fan. But uh, I, I, I like the, the the cheddar with the habanero in it. But I, I, I do deeply enjoy a smoked Gouda if I'm, if, I'm, if I'm out here cheesing. Are you a cheese guy? Not really. You know, we had a place that was like a, like a charcuterie place around here, pretty high end charcuterie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I don't like, like the cheese cheese. We were in Paris and had like cheese cheese and I fucking don't like that shit. Okay. What kind of, what kind of cheeses, what kind of cheeses do you typically have in your house? We keep mozzarella on hand at all times. I don't know if you, if you see my food on Twitter, but like three out of five meals I do a Capri salad with. So we'll do like fresh mozzarella and then basil from the yeah. garden and then tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so fresh mozzarella, shredded mozzarella, and then um, like Mexican jack cheese shredded. Okay, yeah. We keep, we keep that pretty much at all times. You know, you can do, you put it on salads, do quesadillas. Um, you know, if I'm going to do a fancy cheese, typically we'll get like a Presidente Brie or a smoked Gouda wedge. Yeah. I figured that was going to be on the list. What What about if you're having a sandwich? Or do you just go for the cheddar? Or a um, or if I have a burger, I do American cheese. Oh, yeah. Like like deli thin slice <laughs> American. I remember that we had this conversation on Twitter, and I was like, "That's disgusting. <laughs> that's that's literally plastic." I can't eat the shit like like solo, but on a burger, I enjoy it. You know, it's funny. Is like when I was growing up, like. Obviously, we had American cheese because we were poor, but, like, I would, like, eat that shit out of the package, and I'm like, oh, God, I'm so much more refined now. I can't eat that shit. In retrospect, you're like, ah, no, I don't know about that. You know you know what I got for, like, the first time in a while? Um, I was in the supermarket, and I saw Baby Bell, 
little baby bell cheeses. Oh yeah. And I got some of those, and what a what a delightful like midday snack. What kind of cheese is that? I don't even know. I think it's like some kind of mix. It's like a, it's like a soft cheese. Like mm-hmm. it's it's probably closer. Like, well, it's like tangy. It's like a, like a provolone kind of flavor. Well, actually, you know what? It reminds me of. So my favorite sandwich cheese is Havarti. Oh, nice! Very similar taste to the Baby Bell. Uh, also, like a softer cheese, but uh, I'm going to tell you right now. Havarti cheese, slice of tomato, some really, really, really good roast beef, a very thinly sliced, and this pirate's lantern. You're welcome. Game over. You're fucking welcome. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Are you a blue cheese person? No, I fucking hate blue cheese. I don't like that shit either. But I will, if I'm having like really, really spicy buffalo wings, there is no ranch. Buffalo cheese is on the plate. Yeah, it'll go in there. The, or the, the dressing. But I can't do like, like I ordered up like a black and blue salad once, and I I just got ranch. But I didn't think of like oh don't get the blue cheese crumbles. And I bit into that stuff and I was like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, <laughs> which is funny because I can I can do gorgonzola on a steak, mm. which is you know that that's like a cousin. Yeah, it's the green. But, yeah, I could do the gorgonzola, but the the blue right, especially in like like a black and blue burger, like a black and blue style salad type setup mm-hmm. no fucking way like i'm like oh it's fucking gross Ugh. yeah yuck i this you know what i don't i can't eat something that smells bad is is where i'm at and like i feel like blue cheese smells like dirty feet like yeah yeah it's it's, it's fucking gross and i don't want to eat a gym song i don't want to put somebody's stinky ass feet in my mouth like that's nasty why would i do that to myself i'm like oh it's a refined palate flavor no it's not it's gross no 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 it's, it's fucking gnarly i grew up with enough moldy cheese i don't need to eat fancy moldy more cheese. moldy cheese no <laughs> i don't like that shit that, that is not for me oh my gosh I don't know. It just reminded me, maybe because I was thinking about like being sick, but I was reminded. Um, so before we started the call, my home phone rang, and it's like I have this like phone that's like, uh, it's like rose gold copper colored, and is like totally like eighties style retro phone. And the, for some reason, they decided that the ring should be like historically accurate. So it's like very alarming. Whenever I hear it, I'm like, it is very alarming. <laughs> What is that? The call is coming from inside the house. You know, it's like, it sounds like, you know, um, so I took it off the hook uh, for the call, but we, it got us on this conversation about how important it is to have a home phone, uh, like a landline. Um, but you can, and it's because 911 can get your address from the, like the phone company. Whereas if you call 911 with a cell phone, like you need to tell them where you are. I had always assumed that it'd be easier with a cell phone because they could triangulate mm-hmm. you. But it, but it's in, it's in, in precise. So you like you, most people, you know, when they call 911 on a cell phone, they, you tell them where they are. But like, if you're at home and you're, you know, it's like a little kid, like, like think about when. If you're like pocket dialing 911 while being like at gunpoint. You can't really be like. Yeah, but I think that's. What did I you just rob 1902 Patriot Way? So you, <laughs> right. So I think that there's like a place in your phone where you can like put your your address or whatever. But again, that's like not. It's not helpful if you're not at home. Like if something is really really wrong, it's like not helpful. 
Um, so it's like a very scary line between like privacy and, you know, uh, safety. It's kind of scary line. But um, if you don't want to buy a landline, you can actually do what I did, which is I got a Google voice, uh, voice over IP. And then there's this little box that you can buy that, uh, oh, nice. yeah, that attaches it to it, to a normal home phone. And then um, it's like E911. Um, and so you give them like your address and then they, so when, if I was called 911 dispatch, like it would just show up like any other landline um, does. But I was thinking about like, if I blue cheese, I might die. I'm like, oh, good thing I can call 911 or my daughter can call 911 because she can't remember our address because she has ADHD. <laughs> blue cheese was eaten. Get here immediately. <laughs> I consumed old nasty cheese that was way too expensive for what it should be. All right. The bell went off for the fifth one. Um, so now it's time. It's time to put put your hot sauce consumption to the limit. I promise it's not get you sick hot, but uh, this oh, this is a spicy one. Big Reds Three King sauce, and it has uh, ghost peppers, scorpion peppers, and Carolina Reapers, and also oh man, also liquid smoke. And you'll notice that this is also a, a thick boy. And it is a thick boy. They put chia seed powder in it as a thickener, which I think is like really clever. It is a tomato-based sauce. Um, tomato and carrots, actually. A thick boy, much like myself. It, yes, again, avoided. Do you even know how do you even know how thick? How thick you are? Like I, I'm like I'm like 180 with an eight pack. It's unbelievable. I'm like fucking like four and a half feet wide. Oh, there it goes. Well, you know. It's good for like high school wrestling and linebacking. Yeah, you could play football. You can block some goals in soccer. I mean, you probably can. That's right. Play soccer, but um, yeah, that's being four feet wide sounds really useful in some situations. You could block your kids from going through doorways. I could block just about anybody from going through a doorway. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't know that, you know, you would need to. Like, I'm just saying, like, children seems like the most uh, common Very much way so. that you might want to block from going through a doorway. Um, Ooh, this is a spicy boy. Yeah. It's got staying power, too. My lips are kind of burning. I accidentally got some on there, which happens when you're using your finger. Also, it got in a cut that's on my finger, and it's really burning. That's not good. Questionable decision making. Should have made those eggs. Mm. That's a really tasty one. So, honestly, all of his sauces, so tasty. I would highly recommend you just go buy all of them. He's got, like, two smother sauces, uh, three different flavored peanuts, and then eight, I think I'm going to say eight different hot sauces, but you can buy them all for, like, 80 bucks. So, do you have do you have links for all these? Yeah. I do. They'll be like, will they the, be posted with yeah, the episode? So they'll be posted with the episode on the website. They'll also be in the video description, um, which I use Anchor FM. So it propagates the description to all of uh, the places where you can find the episode. So yeah, that'll be. Awesome. I'm buying all of these. My mouth is burning. Oh my god. Yeah that that one has the the most tail on it easily. Yeah, good though, right? Like so good. Oh, so good. And you know, like I couldn't smell the liquid smoke. And then I ate it, and then like the liquid smoke was like immediately apparent. Yeah, but it wasn't just like like the the other one had like the smoke like right on the front of it. Mm-hmm. 
I think because there's way more vinegar in the holy smoked pepper sauce, and this one, less vinegar, more thickness to it. So I'm curious, do you ever make your own? Yeah, no, and everybody always asks me that. And I I literally don't even know how, but um, I want to learn. I want to do a stoked you should. Sauce, and I think um, I want to do three, like a, a, you know, like a more mild, somewhere in the middle. And then the middle one, maybe like a mustard sauce and then a super, super hot one. Do I make a jalapeno sauce? Do you make hot sauce? You haven't sent me any. I've like been upset at you like three times in this well, conversation. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for my, my peppers I haven't even fruited yet. Oh, okay. This is a new thing. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So at the old place. I had, um, I want to say about five beds of garden. Okay. And I would get a ton of, of, of produce, mostly shit like zucchini and, uh, tomatoes. I did like corn and watermelon and pumpkins, that kind of thing. But I always do peppers. I have some scorpions growing right now, um, which should be interesting, but I almost always do jalapenos and they do really well out here. Mm -hmm. So I would take them. And then uh, cook them and, and seed them out. And then put them in the blender, add uh, garlic, some vinegar, and shit like that. Cook it a little, bottle it, and let it chill. And um, it was a great sauce. It was a little thick um, if you don't strain it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't strain it. I like having the, yeah, I like having the jalapeno solids in there. Chunks. I like the chunks, too. But yeah, yeah, you just you, know, you kind of boil it, add a little uh, white vinegar. You can add you know whatever you really want, but you know I kept it pretty simple with the the jalapeno, just kind of like vinegar, jalapeno, garlic, and uh, it was a, it was a very hot sauce. Jalapenos are very fucking hot peppers. Yeah, they are. You should. Do you know, if you like slice them and pickle them and shit, you know it's like doable on a sandwich. But I mean, you eat one of those fuckers raw, you're finished. Dude, I put raw jalapenos on my sandwich. I put them raw jalapenos on my hot dogs and my brats too. Those shits are hot as fuck. Yeah. I'm a raw jalapeno girl. And they're like, do you want me to de-seed? I'm like, nah. You're like, nah, just go for it. (laughs) Give me all the oils. All the places where there are oils, give them to me. You should do a jalapeno and scorpion mix. That would be good. Yeah. I've got some, like, really good ideas. Maybe, I guess I'll, maybe I'll just do it. I think I was kind of waiting for, like, to see if... I don't know, like a company would reach out to me and be like, we'll do this for you. And we'd be like, here's the flavors I want. You figure it out. But maybe I'll just do it. It's really just a blender. I mean, like to do it commercially, it's a little difficult. And then when, if, if you're going to do like the, the stovetop, like boiling portion of it, yeah. Um, you know, get everybody out of the house. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's not terribly difficult to to do um it's more like your ratios that's the hard part okay like trying to figure out like your pepper to vinegar to whatever additional flavor you want ratio i wanted to work poblano into something because i love the the flavor of those fuckers yeah me too i just love all peppers to be quite honest Ooh, there's these um oh god what are they called they're these little red sweet peppers pepidus yeah, oh my god, Pepidus. Oh my god, I love Pepidus. Take me to Flavortown. We get those in like any pastos out here. Oh god, they're so good. Um Like you can go to like almost any food store and it's like it's like mozzarella balls and pepidus. Like mo- mozzarella balls like, in the pepidu? 
No, no, like they'll have like a like a like a salad bar kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, oh and they'll okay. have pepperdews wow. and like like fresh mozzarella balls like commingled. I'm I'm telling you that like so forever ago I made this salad uh and for this boy who did not deserve it at all. Um, but I put the little mozzarella balls, the fresh mozzarella balls, inside the pepperdew. Fired oh, wow. it a little bit with a you know like a torch. Um, not like a, you know, like a little, like a kitchen torch. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, so freaking good. I made my own. It's like, a, it's like a brassberry. Yeah. It was so good. All right. I'm going to make brassberries. Okay. So my mild sauce clearly is going to have pepadoos in it. I need to take some notes. Pepadoo, mild sauce. Look for. What's your favorite pepper to just eat? Pepadoos. Pepadoos? Yeah. Bells are the easiest to get around here. So like I eat a lot of bell peppers, but, um, it's like if I'm like making like a sandwich or something or a salad, like it's usually I got jalapenos and bell pepper, like one any color, or um, I'll do banana peppers and bell peppers or pepadoos and something spicy. My um, my father-in-law gets these Scotch bonnets, mm-hmm. and I love them. My other buddy also gives me Reapers. <sighs> But the scotch bonnets are pickled and the reapers are just kind of dried. Mm. But uh, the reaper, you take like a little bite off it and you're good. Mm. I'm going to have to figure this out. I'm going to do it. Now that I know how to do it, I'm going to do it. And I'll put them for sale on Stoke. I'll buy your sauce. I would send you my sauce for free. That sounded cool. Yeah, but I'd buy it anyway. Good. Good. Yeah. So that I you make more sauce. So like I, I, I can't get out of making more yeah that'd be awesome so it must when i make my scorpion i'll send you a bottle yes see then we trade them so you can't tell me you're gonna send me something for free but you're gonna pay me for something well i mean i'd get like the first one for free and then i have to like, right, purchase right. more cool. after you're like a hot sauce magnet yeah perfect i wonder <laughs> if there's some way we can like work tech into this or music will you write a song tech about my hot sauce oh you know what that reminds me so um I was supposed to like sing something. Well, I did record it. I just got really like self-conscious about it. Um, And somebody else did some guitar. They like recorded themselves playing the guitar. And I think it would be really fun because this other person's in tech as well. If I send you my recording of singing and his guitar, you could make a cool song out of it. I'm so game. That'd be awesome. But on that note, hell yeah, we should also make a hot sauce song. The hot sauce song. It goes like this. Like I, I, I want to make like nice like poppy songs or like dance or like rap music. Yeah. And then um, I found out that my brother, my little brother is also. I mean, all my brothers are musicians, but the, the little one's like very talented on the piano. Mm-hmm. And this fucker is making a ragtime album. Really. And like you listen to it, and it sounds like like the soundtrack to Toy Story or something. I'm like, dude, why don't you get like a job at Disney? He's like, because I'm a civil engineer, you asshole. And I'm like, well, fucking do it anyway. Let me enjoy <laughs> my hobbies without monetizing them. Jeez. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, like it, it, I might make a video game just to use his music All right. in the background. It's like it's it's like Super Mario World or something. 
that would be fun. You know, I had a, well, I worked at, you know, I worked at Blizzard Entertainment as an engineer. Um, I had an idea for, I have multiple ideas for video games, but one in particular um, that I'm never going to make now. So I might as well just talk about it. Somebody can steal it if they want to, who cares? Um, but like you play as, um, I wish I could remember. Cause I had to like, when you work like at a video game company and you have an idea for like something you want to do on your own, you have to like submit like a, basically you have to say this is my idea do you want it you know so you have to like list out all of the things and then, then they basically say like no we give you permission to it's not it's not like our games it's not a competition and also we don't want it essentially like go make your game um get it cleared you played as like a cat i wanted to make it was going to be like a platformer and you played as like a cat like a not like a meow meow cat but like a cartoony kind of cat you know and uh each level is like a dream where this cat is like playing out like a like a heroic kind of role and like all of these different like themes so like the cat might be like an astronaut in one of them and then another one maybe like a medieval like dragon knight or whatever so yeah and but i wish i could remember the name that i thought of because it was so freaking clever was it like a cat pun yes and it was so good and like like you have to have like a code name for it um when you submit it to blizzard and so i i remembered i i called it like the the code name for it was something to do with like it was like feline five or something like that for the number of nice but the actual name was so good and the only place that it exists is in that document that i submitted to blizzard and so like it's gone it's just gone was this like a side scroller or like 3d no, or... yeah like a side scroller mm-hmm. nice yeah that was my so i always wanted to make like when vr came out mm-hmm. i always had a game that i wanted to make not even vr but even just like console um or a real fighting game right because you have a lot of fighting games you have like you know like tekken or mortal kombat or you know like boxing games and shit like that but like, i always wanted this thing where like like it starts off with like a cutscene. And, like, you're at a party, like, drinking, and, like, music's playing, you're chilling and shit, and, like, like some dude, like, spills something on you, and you're like, yo, what the fuck, bro? And the dude's like, yo, what the fuck? Fuck you, you bitch. And you're like, fuck you. And then, like, then, then like, like the HUD fades in, and it, like, backs the camera out, and then you just fucking get in this, like, rowdy-ass, like, street fight, like, in the middle of a party living room, right? Like, and, like, like multiple scenarios like that. Like, you know, some dude comes home from work and busts in the door, and... Yeah, find some dude with his ladies. Like, hey, what the fuck, man? And the guy's like, fuck you. And then, you know, you just like, it would just be the best game. Like, this, like, this, like, very, like, personal, real fighting. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like you might be traumatized afterward. You'd be like, I don't understand which emotions are real and which ones are from this game. <laughs> no, no, like, I just think it would be funny as hell. Because, like, like, a lot of the time, it's like, it's like, oh, this is like a fighting tournament or this or that. And I'm like, but, like, it, it doesn't, like, uh, it doesn't have like the real fighting, right? Like, yeah, that would be a good workout too. It would be amazing. You could shed your although, <laughs> although, right? Like, I did like the Wii boxing, uh-huh. or, or like any of that Wii shit, and like without like the the negative resistance or whatever, like 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 when you're like playing like tennis without like, hitting a tennis ball, oh, or when you're yeah, like yeah. you're doing like punching without actually punching something, like you fucking overextend your joints. It's crazy. That makes sense. You need the like yeah. punching bag to hit. I did the um the Wii boxing right, and they have you like dodge punches and shit. Uh-huh. And at the time, 
like I was like training like three hours a day as an MMA fighter, right? Like real fighting training. Mm -hmm. And I did the wee boxing and I was so fucking sore the next day because it's just like this like air training. That's it's just so different. Interesting. My boyfriend used to do MMA. Is that is it pretty like dangerous? I wouldn't say it's that dangerous. I've never really like, talked to him about it because it freaks me out. Generally, people are pretty respectful, right? Like, like if you're getting like choked out or something, and you tap, like they let you go, and you're not gonna be like, you're not gonna like, you're not really trying to like hurt hurt people, right? Like you're trying to hurt them like a little bit, but you're not trying to like hurt them for fucking life, <laughs> you know? Like a medium amount of hurting them. Oh well, yeah, like 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 you punch somebody in the head, but like you know if you like punch them in the head, like you're not gonna like elbow them in the fucking eye socket and then stomp their head on the ground. You know what I mean? It's like there's like a limit to like what's what's fair play, right? Like yeah, you punch somebody in the nose, and that's like that's like fair play, right? And like the general idea behind it is, if you get punched in the nose, it's not the person's fault; it's your fault for not blocking it. Oh, I see. So it's like it's like you know like 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 if you get hit, the reason you got hit is because of you, not because of them. So like that's that's like the thing, right? So you don't really feel that bad if you if you land a punch on somebody. But like in the same respect, like you're not gonna like go and try like if you pop somebody good and then you see that vulnerability, right? Like they're like fucking they're fucked up a little, you're not gonna like run in and beat the shit out of them like it's in the street, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I get right. Yeah, you're not trying to like fuck them up for life. Win. How do you win a fight? Like how does so you punch them in the head and they're like whoa shit I didn't block that and then that's like when you try to win right? So you can win two different ways. The first way, well, I mean like three technically, right? So the first way would be like just a straight up knockout, right? So if you hit somebody like diagonally on the jaw, what'll happen is like their head will pivot on their their spine, right? They'll like pivot kind of, and when that pivot happens, you hit them on the jaw, like their brain will bounce off the inside of their skull and they'll go unconscious, and that's just like a pure knockout. Oh my god. <laughs> That's just like a pure knockout. The other one is like if you're fucking them up pretty good, like so basically it's it's a technical knockout where they'll stop it, and that's at the point where you're like not defending yourself. So like, if you hit somebody in the face and they're like, oh fuck, and then you come in and you you throw a couple more punches and they're like not blocking them, they're like defenseless. Somebody will break it up and they'll be like, it's over, right? Like so you don't and and I guess yeah yeah at the point where they're not defending themselves, it's just a, it's technical knockout. It's like fucking you know let's like, we're not gonna let this go on. Right, like, yeah, you're just getting punched in the face, and like, <laughs> yeah, and then then the other one is a submission, right? So that's more of like a grappling thing. It's not really hitting. It's like if you if you get somebody in like a headlock, or if you get somebody in like a like something where you're like bending their arm backwards or something like that, um, you know, and then they're, they're like, all right, all right, all right, all right, you know, and they they call it right, tap out. Okay. So that that's that's like the way you win, but so that that one the the tapping out is like the equivalent of when you're a kid saying uncle. Yeah, 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 and it's like when you're when you're training, right? It, you're very rarely gonna get a TKO or a knockout, right? Usually, it's just like an exchange, right? You just kind of you know, and when you're when you're just doing the training, mm -hmm. you're not you're not really trying to knock anybody out, you know. The, generally speaking, you hit everybody else as hard as you want to get hit back, so you like set the you set the volume level that you're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. So it's not like people are throwing a hundred percent at each other in training. Yeah, like if, if I, like if I was like fighting a dude and like I punched him like really good in the face, right? That now, right? He he's got green light to hit me that hard. So, you know, you don't go that hard all the time. Yeah. Um, but you know, if you if you get in the ring, you know, it's it's hundred percent. 
Yeah, I can't. Uh, that's the, just, even just like understanding like what a knockout is. Now that you've explained it to me, yeah, now I'm more scared than I was before. This was not. <laughs> it's, it's not that. It's, 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 it's actually. So here, here's the funny thing about it, right? Like, like uh, you, you go and you see. Um, first of all, you see people like punch somebody, and you, you assume like you hit somebody once, good, they're gonna go out. That's not the case. Right? Like you hit somebody and they're gonna fucking pick their head up and then you're like, oh shit, all right, oh, we gotta really fight. <laughs> oh, oh, that didn't go. You know, I thought it was like a one punch hit thing in, in the movies. Uh, you know, that's not the case. Second, it's 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 not that bad to get hit in the face. Like once you get hit good once, right? And you're like, that wasn't that bad with gloves on. So you know, it's like that. Um, but the funny thing about it is, um, boxing, in my opinion, is more dangerous. Because they have more glove. So if somebody throws a punch on you in boxing um, with, a, with a big glove on, right? It's like a pillow fight. So like in MMA, if they threw the equivalent punch, you'd go unconscious and it would be over very quickly. Whereas in boxing, you can get repeated, re- like repeated concussive trauma to your head and not go unconscious. And that's why a lot of these guys have problems later in life is because, you know, they didn't just get knocked out. They got like repeatedly hit in the head, like concussively, like brain bouncing off the skull. But it wasn't enough to put them out because they have fucking pillows on their hands. Oh, yeah. So like, like, you know, I, I guess MMA might be a little bit more dangerous in the shorter term. But in the longer term, boxing is like way more dangerous. Okay. And then like. If you do get knocked out, like any subsequent knockout is 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 easier. Like you'll see a lot of guys who like were like never knocked out. Then they get knocked out, and then they're like constantly getting knocked out after that. It like ruins whatever thing, whatever protection you had there. Yeah. Huh. But I'm a dad now, so I can't do any of that shit. Let's rate these sauces. Does that sound like a plan? Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. I'm ready to rate. All right. So we rate out of embers because, of course, we do because this is tech. And hot sauce together, and fire. So the only oh, what's, what's the ember? What's the ember scale? Out of five, make it easy. Okay. Don't you don't have to get too technical about it. And you can rate them on whatever you know, however you feel. You know, I'm not going to compare your ratings to other people. So um, let's go ahead and start with number one, Cutino Sauce Company Habanero. Five. Five embers out of five. I love it. Shaquanda's Umami Hot Pepper Sauce. I'm going to go with a four. Four out of five embers. Sounds good. Pirate's Lantern, the original. I'm also going to go with a four. Four. Spice of Light, Gourmet Hot Sauce Company, Holy Smoked Pepper Sauce. Five. Ooh, he likes a smoky boy. Smoky boys. And last but certainly not least, Big Red's Three Kings Sauce. Can I give that a six? Sure, there are no rules here. Six royal embers out of five. Sounds great. Well, thank you so much for sitting by the fire with me today. Uh, where can people find thank you? Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. Where can people find you on the interwebs? Oh, on the interwebs. I was going to say generally, like, you know, on a street corner, <laughs> being a jerk off. But uh, uh, on the internet, you uh, can find me at Ken underscore Wheeler on Twitter. Um, you, there's, there's a YouTube channel that I should probably post stuff to. I'm not giving you my Facebook and I'm the Ken Wheeler on Instagram. (laughs) 
All right. Well, make sure <laughs> to subscribe uh, to Ken Wheeler on YouTube and turn that notification bell on because it sounds like it's going to be a while. I'll see you guys next time on the next episode of Stoked. Bye. Holla.